this year FM New York um, and this is a weekly podcast with Stepan, uh, a former uh, Columbia uh, student. I just graduated in May and I'm interviewing uh, students from my department, uh, visual arts, mostly artists, um, I mean only artists uh, and um, here I am with Katie Miller, Catherine Ann Miller, uh, who says that she's um, in her bio that she's forever in a prison of glitter, <laughs> <laughs> which, which I relate. <laughs> I re- really relate to this prison. And so, yeah, she's born and raised in the sunny South Knoxville, Tennessee, born 1988. She studied anthropology at the University of Tennessee, 2013. She studied painting, drawing, and ceramics at the University of Tennessee till 2017. Um, You can visit her website at katymiller.art or you can go to her Instagram, which I really, really like. I'm a big fan of your Instagram, Katie. It's called Glitter Prison and Glitter Downslash Prison. <laughs> and her hidden talents are she can eat fire, uh, which I saw a couple of times. <laughs> she can do tricks with hula hoop, also on fire. I didn't see that. <laughs> she can juggle, has walked on fire, and is left handed. And now she lives in Harlem and she has a new studio in Ridgewood. So hi, Katie. Hey. What's Yay. up? Hey, I'm excited to be doing this with you. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy too. I didn't see you for a while. How, how was your apocalypse? Oh my gosh, it's been such a journey. Even though I'm not physically going on this journey, it's been such a mental journey. And it's crazy, it's been like five months um, but I'm really happy to like be involved with studio activity right now, like uh-huh. to leave the apartment, be in the heat, be doing all this labor, um, trying to, uh, pack up everything in my studio from, uh, Columbia and get ready to move to my new studio in Ridgewood. Yeah. Yeah. And where in Ridgewood? Um, it's on. It's in this building that I guess is notorious. It's 1717 Troutman. Um, it's like right off the L at Jefferson, and it's just a big warehouse, like full of studios. And also, it's like a really cool neighborhood. There's graffiti everywhere. There's a lot of like hip bars and restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm excited to be making that trip. I mean. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. Ridgewood is good. It's like Bushwick kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But um, tell me, uh, what's your like, um, what does Glitter Prison mean for you? Um, Yeah, it's okay. So I made this diorama of a bathroom uh, for a painting. Um, Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm trying to stay focused on the diorama. But anyways, I was going for it as a painting and painting class diorama. And I made this like, really like claymation, funky uh, diorama of a bathroom. Uh And when I was making it, the window, I, I just started cracking up and I'm like I'm gonna make the window into like a cartoon jail window Uh and I had this like glittery purple foam uh foam and I like cut it in like this really like wonky cartoon claymation uh what you would see in like a really like wonky cartoon like um of like a jail window and it was just all like haphazard and so I decided to name the bathroom glitter prison (laughs) because it was like 
I don't know. It's that's just what happened. And I really liked the way that that sounded. And yeah, then I just kept on going with it with my Instagram handle. And then this guy that I was dating at the time, also an artist, um, we were trying to like get this whole like printing thing. And we were trying to like make prints of our drawings. And we were like making patches and t-shirts and uh, prints. We were going to like FedEx and like scanning shit and like trying to like sell it. Um, and we made like these crazy business cards that like said that we specialized in like 40 different things. <laughs> 40 different things. Yeah, it was just like, we can do all of these things. And we were like glitter prints art and entertainment. Um, but yeah, I'm still working on that. <laughs> on this 40 things. Yeah. Like being an entrepreneur or just having any kind of consistency or like success in any kind of business. Yeah. Yeah. And so did Columbia help you to, to have some kind of consistency? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? Yes. Because when I got there, you know, I started to see, I mean, I started to see students that were just like hella professional and doing things above and beyond outside of the graduate program. And I was like, what? I want to do that. And so I really had to like get my shit together. And, um, you know, it's like, I was so competitive and like, so like, um, a workaholic and like really ambitious where I grew up but then you know everyone else is around me now when I come to Columbia and I'm just like holy shit like okay uh -huh. well, I, you know I saw my limits so now like yeah I definitely think coming to Columbia and just like coming to New York and all these crazy changes and being around all these like awesome really talented insane people definitely helped me uh, become more professional and serious and get my shit together. Yeah. 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 And uh, wait, so I just want to say that the first song we played, because you're in, really into music. I think you and me clicked kind of yes. through, through music, through stuff, where, because we had a few like of these um, parties at Columbia and I know you played amazing music. It was, <laughs> yeah. So the first song you played, so the mu all music that we will hear on this show is chosen by my guests. So Katie chose the first song is Glory Holes by Slug Guts. <laughs> yeah, what's that song? What? What is that song? Uh, what is it? It's a song that I really like. <laughs> Um, it's kind of like this, like, surf, rock, punk, uh, thing, band. Yeah. Because and, yeah, go ahead. No, because all of your stuff is kind of like the music you listen to. You, you seem like you're really influenced by, by this kind of things. What? Like punk? Yeah. Like yeah. Punk, punk. At least punky, like not punky, not yes. not like directly punk, like you know, that Kennedys or something. It's more like uh, <laughs> more punky, maybe stuff that comes from a punk attitude. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you feel so? Did you? Did, did I mean your work is a little bit like that? It's very grungy yeah grungy yeah yeah that's yes, the, yeah. I've definitely yeah I've definitely had some like grungy moments um but also just uh man I mean not like there's like a amazing punk scene in my hometown but definitely like throughout my teens and my 20s uh I was definitely going to a lot of live music and there was definitely um just a couple of, like punks that I hung out with or dated or whatever. Um, there's this place called Pilot Light and it's just like this hole in the wall that like 
anyone can play there. And I, I don't know. Um, mm. Yeah, but definitely I, I heard uh, Slug Guts, uh, again, from the same dude that I was with where we were doing the Glitter Prison stuff. Um, Morin, that's his name. Um, he was just like a musical, like a library in his head. Like, like every like second, he was like, "Oh, let's listen to this person," and he could just off the top of his head, like know all these bands. And so he introduced me to a lot of music. Uh-huh. And so definitely Slug Guts. He was like, "Oh, let's listen to this," and he like put on Slug Guts, and I was like, "Oh, I love this." So that is, I guess, <laughs> the background of us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. But yesterday when we talked, uh, you mentioned that you worked uh, on this kind of festivals and you attended this festival, like call, you call them burns. Yes. Uh, yeah, so uh, what's that? Okay, so uh, what about burns? That I uh. went to them and um definitely i feel like when i started to go to burns um it definitely like changed my life and i definitely feel like the artwork that i was making like the large the large crazy uh interactive installations that i made for the i guess it's easy to call it a festival um that definitely, I feel like, helped me um, have a really diverse um, portfolio uh, for my drawing and painting. Because I was just doing drawing and painting, and then um, I just had this crazy idea to make this installation that you could, like, go into. I called it the flea market. And... It would be like a flea market storefront. And all I could think of was Frank Oz's Little Shop of Horrors. And like, I don't know why that comes to mind or just like, just like some bizarre witch store or something, but flea market also, because like flea markets and antique shops and junk shops are like such a part of Tennessee, like just growing up in the South or like any rural area. So anyways, yeah, flea market storefront, but then in the back, there's like this little door and you open it and then you just like crawl through this maze and then you come out to this laser room and then you walk out of this like blue vagina. And I just like had an idea to like make something like that for the burn. And my uh, my mentor, who uh, from Brooklyn, he was like doing a residency at the University of Tennessee, uh, Ezra. He overheard me like talking about how I wanted to do that for the festival or bird, and he was like, "Why don't you do that for your final for drawing and painting?" And I'm like, "What?" And he was like, "Yeah." that's what you're going to do. And so I, at the time, I just like didn't understand how something like that could be quote unquote art. Yeah. I was just like, how is that art? You know, cause I'm like getting trained traditionally, you know, like painting and drawing two dimensional. And like, everyone was so square too. Like when I, when I finally got the courage to come to, to art school, I was like, okay, like, let's do this. Like I have to work really hard and there's going to be all these like crazy weird artists. And everyone was like, <laughs> not really that I was the weirdest person. I feel like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's interesting. <laughs> but the, I don't know. It's Tennessee, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so it's kind of this, this like festival culture, also music culture, totally actually, inspired you and made you that's the thing which helped you to go out of like a traditional art school 
uh, idea of what art is and things. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I guess I can tell tell more about like what a burn is. So like, basically, a burn is um, it's not really like a festival. It's not really like a commercialized anything. There's not really like this schedule. It's not there's there. It's not like sponsored by anything. It's all like a community, like a a community of like volunteers, like everyone's coming together and um, there's theme camps. So uh, like, oh, okay, like for example, like I want to make a theme camp, which is like me and my friends, we're gonna be camping together at this burn. And I want it to be a bunch of troll dolls and cats and toilets. And I'm gonna name this theme camp like Grape Pickles Glitter Prison. You know what I mean? Like, like whatever the fuck you want to do. Like, uh-huh. like there is no fine art anything. Your art can look like shit. It doesn't matter. It's like, do whatever the fuck you want and have like whatever kind of theme camp you want. Do whatever you want. And so a huge part is just being creative or not, but just doing what and you know just like activating that impulse to create but also um there is no currency in the burn either so you bring all your shit there and people will be so ridiculous as to what they bring yeah you know what i mean like this here in the middle of this field and it's like because I wanted it here, <laughs> you know, like people spend a lot of their personal money and energy and time to make incredible things happen in the middle of nowhere, you know, um, and the reason why it's called a burn is because we burn shit, like we, <laughs> we make this, we, we build, volunteers build like a massive effigy and a massive temple, or it could be small, out of wood. And then we have the fire department come because it's like super dangerous and they make sure that, you know, no one runs into the big fire once we start it and that it like falls down correctly and burns correctly, whatever. But the firefighters love it too. They have a blast too coming in there. But anyways, yeah, so it's like this whole ritual thing. Uh, yeah, is it is it's like the first burn was was it Burning Man or is the first burn something else? Like wh- wh- I don't the- know. I like Burning Man is like the OG, I guess. And then, you know, the burn that I started going to that my friends founded in Tennessee. Um, it's a regional, like Southeast regional Burning Man. Mm-hmm. Burning Man, like approved yeah. burn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sanctioned? I'm like, is that even the word? Uh, but anyways, yeah. Yeah, so, so there's like, like Burning Man, yeah. Yeah, so there's many burns in the US. Yeah, yeah. And like I'm still so new to this culture and I don't know when I'll be back. Um, but the one in Tennessee to the moon is what it's called. I went like three or four years in a row. So from the very beginning to um last summer Damn. Yeah. yeah i went last summer i think yeah oh, yeah so okay okay let's let's just listen to one song next song and then come back um their golem phantom yeah. is the next song so yeah we'll be right back
Okay, so now we are back and we listened to a song Katie chose uh, <laughs> called Der Golem by Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what is that song? Okay, uh, Phantomus. Uh, I guess it's like some Lords of the Ring Golem song, I don't know. Yeah. I really like Phantomus um, just because they're like they kind of remi- they remind me of Wayne, but like if Wayne were also like into metal. What's Wayne? Wayne? Oh my god. Uh, Wayne is like these two dudes and they just play silly music, but they're also really talented and oh. they have this symbol and people get that shit tattooed on them and whenever i see someone with like a ween tattoo i'm like oh my god and i feel like ween fans really love it when you mention that you like their tattoo and then all of a sudden like they're like scowl scowling or like their moody face just turns into happiness because you recognize their ween tattoo but anyway (laughs) w-e-e-n Okay, okay, just for... Yeah, I know that you've heard of them. Yeah, I think I... You have, oh my god, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, okay. But (laughs) (laughs) I will check it, I will check it definitely. Maybe I did, yeah. I know Wayne's World. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) That's the Wayne, Wayne, I know. (laughs) Uh, But uh, wait, can you tell us, like, I really like the way you work with interactive sculpture, which seems to have a lot to do with your lifestyle and the things you uh, grew up with. And, you know, this way of this culture that comes from Burns, like I really like your sculpture you had for open studios uh, (laughs) at Columbia, like when you crawl in and can you Uh, tell something about this like idea and how it looked like and what it was? uh okay yeah so open studios um yeah i i i was like fortunate enough to have two studios um my second year and so i don't know like i wanted to turn one of my studios into like an enchanted forest um and i wanted to have like a crawl maze in it but it was like a really short crawl maze but before that i wanted even before i got the space i wanted to put a hole in the wall and i wanted to connect the two rooms as inspired by like previous people that have done that but i just really wanted to have the two rooms to be connected somehow And so I really wanted to put a hole in the wall and I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. It's going to be some crazy entrance. And I like built this like custom door out of like scrap wood, like try to make a little troll door with functioning doorknob. I want it to be functional and nice and did that. And yeah, my other studio on the other side was like a workshop, like a, like some like for some reason I'm really into like elementary school like teacher decorating the classroom aesthetic I don't know (laughs) so I'm like let me make this this studio studio a into like this like workshop teacher's lounge and then there's a mysterious door in the back and then you open it and then you crawl through, and then all of a sudden you're in this enchanted forest. Um, I did it, I did it, I did it. It was, I wanted to do a million other things, but like, you know, I'm only one person and there's only so much time. Yeah, 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 no, that's perfect, that's perfect. And what what was your plan for the thesis show? What, what did you wanna do? How did that change and did you want do you want to continue in this road in some way? Oh, okay, yeah. For thesis, I wanted to be more minimal. 
and I was thinking a lot about lighting and I wanted to make a video so I did I haven't edited it yet but I was like thinking about pop tarts I love the aesthetic of pop tarts pop tarts pop tarts pop tarts <laughs> you oh do you not know wait wait <laughs> pop tarts p-o-p p-o-p tarts anyways i wanted to make what's this what is what it's food it's food yeah 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 some ice cream no, it's like a pastry that's really bad for you. Yeah, yeah, it looks really like something that is very like, bad. Yeah. But anyways, I like the way they look. I like food <laughs> imagery Yeah. a lot. I like yeah, fake yeah. food a lot. But anyways, I had this idea to like make, um, make a video about me as like a little girl making Pop-Tart into wine. And so I did that. <laughs> making Pop-Tart into wine. That's so good. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I, yeah, luckily I filmed all of it before like the, um, the shutdown. So I filmed all of it and I have all the footage and now I just have to edit the video for thesis so that's game and then also like i've been th i was thinking a lot about night lights and i just was thinking about how much as like a little girl especially i loved night lights a lot and i still do i like mood lighting i like everything to be dim and like basementy i like the nighttime vibes like uh, just like fluorescent lights. No, when it's too bright, it's just too bright. I like it dim. But anyways, mood lighting, nighttime. I guess I was like such an insomniac as a kid and I still am. But there's something very transformative about day into night. Yeah. And that has been a theme all my life and everyone's life because we're human. But it's just this whole thing. But anyways, I am making a sculpture that is like this glowing blue blanket fort. So I'm still doing that. So a lot of resin and cloth and night lights. Yeah. Yeah, like neon lights? Um, just like uh blue bulbs and then like little plain night lights that you just like plug in uh -huh. yeah a bit, i remember you uh i seen you in one class uh, anthropology class and i see now in your in your uh, bio that you studied anthropology actually yeah you know, uh, how much does that uh, have an influence on your way of looking at things? Do, 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 are you into um, kind of um, um, how you, you know, things that anthropology is kind of uh, interested in, like um, other cultures and uh, shamanism maybe, or uh, kind of types of like, um, rituals uh, like in other cultures because I don't know I talked to you a few times and it seems like something that you think about and also this burns maybe they're also like a cultural thing in that way like a ritual which people do like you know what I mean like yeah yeah like the spiritual aspect of, of art do you think about that yes I do Yes. Yes. Man, that is like so, like, I feel like my mind is going to explode because, yes, that's very, all very loaded. Okay. Let me think. 
Um, I mean, one, I, I work with a lot of objects and plus I'm like such a hoarder, but I'm getting better at it. But like, uh, yeah, I'm just like obsessed with little trinkets and just looking at things from like perspective of like a kid like not really seeing things as like symbols or for what they literally are but like them being this like mysterious talisman that I just discovered or whatever but man object theory I need to be reading about that I but anyways um and then anthropology as a thing um yeah when I studied anthropology I I came in it like as part of uh me being interested in like different cultures and also just interested in human psychology and humans as a whole in like every aspect uh -huh. um and uh when I started to take different classes. I was really into historical archaeology, which is like archaeology working with uh, uh, like objects and, and household things. And I was really into that. And um, also uh, uh, osteology and like forensics, like I really enjoyed working with the human skeleton like literally and um at the university of tennessee uh in the anthropology department there was uh this facility that studies human decomposition and was founded by dr bass and like uh nicknamed the body farm and there's also these like books written about the body farm that were like fiction but um I got to actually volunteer there and collect bones people would volunteer their bodies after they died to be strewn about in this uh these acres of forest or whatever mountain hill foresty hill um that was gated kind of at like the back side of the parking lot of the ut hospital and the bodies would just be dead and decomposing and super gross and raccoons would like get to them and stuff and then after they decomposed we would collect all of the bones and then they would get cleaned and we would clean the bones and then people could study the bones. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. That's, I didn't know. I never heard this before. That's, that's such an interesting way to um, study in school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so that definitely affected my art because then I was just like, I mean, even in high school, I was like doing a lot of portraiture, you know, and just like wanting to draw faces, wanting to draw bodies. And so when I first started drawing and painting, I was drawing and painting people and the human figure and was very interested and just obsessed with how beautiful and amazing the human body is. And so I did a lot of that, but like, just like my crazy wacky like the punky shit like you were talking about my lifestyle who i was around the music music festivals burns all of that everything kind of came in there and then also outside influences like the artist in residency program that we had people coming from brooklyn that i was just like oh finally like some someone i can connect with mm -hmm. And then them just like really push, push the boundary of what painting and drawing is. And also I love ceramics. As soon as I started fucking with clay, I was like, oh my God, I have to do this constantly. So I did a lot of ceramics too. And 
I eventually wanted to do sculpture. And so when I came to Columbia, I was like, okay, I really want to do sculpture. And everyone's like, go for it. And then I'm like, okay. And then I did. <laughs> and it was fine. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's talk about sculpture <laughs> after the next song. Huh? It's called, Is It Cold in the Water by Sophie. This is a pre-recorded show on WKCR FM New York and we're talking with Katie Miller and the song we just heard is called Is It Cold in the Water by Sophie and Katie just mentioned um, sculpture and how she started working with sculpture. So is sculpture your medium now? Do you, do you work with it like like all the time? Or do you draw? How do you spend your days? Like creating, Oh my God. Yeah. I wish that I was drawing all the time. Uh, I'm not drawing anything. I'm not. I want to though. So I want to get back to drawing. I just threw away all my oil paints. I was like an oil painter, you know, in undergrad. But I just got, I just got swept away by other things. But like... I, I'm just an artist. I'm just an artist and I do whatever I feel like doing and I can do it. <laughs> oh, that's the good part of being alive today. Huh? What do you think? 
Yes. I, because like yes. today you can do whatever. Like today there's no like, I think the art is pretty free. The criteria is pretty big, pretty wide. Yeah. Like sometimes I wish that I was just like doing a whole bunch of the same thing and they were paintings and I could just sell them and then but like I just feel like a lot of things that I make fall apart or like are made by just gross things and they're kind of hard to sell but it's gonna be okay it's <laughs> fine it's fine it's fine um yeah. yeah 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 so so wait um Mm, yeah, this this is interesting because sculpture is you need to have room for doing that. You you need to have space. You can't just do it. So, you know, maybe like I'm really interested in how to actually survive as a sculptor. It's it's that that that's the whole another level. Oh my god, sculptor, isn't it? Yeah, I mean I have ceramics, so I can just like sell ceramic stuff make that um how do i sell my sculptures i don't know i have some like melted crayon shit that i want to sell i think i can do that i have some like ceramics and foam that are like mashed together um I guess I could sell those. I was just going to throw everything away. And then people are telling me, don't do that. And then I'm like, who would want to buy this? And then it's just like, you know, I'm stuck in my perspective of just being so involved with the history and the making of these objects. And I'm just like, okay, these are not as great as they were in the very beginning. And, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I like your drawing with I like your drawings which are with made with this bleacher, like you know, domestos. Do you call it like that? Oh, oh. Uh, On the I, black. Yeah, I I paint with bleach. With bleach, yeah. I I think that's really um, interesting. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. When I was doing oil paintings, I started to just like put objects on the oil like what happened is like I was I I was oil painting and then I started to really get into mediums and then I just was really obsessed with like I I really got into Alison Sholnick and she's just like gross overload gobs of oil paint it is amazing uh -huh. and so I was just like I want to do that and so I just was like trying to like give myself permission and get used to like caking oil paint onto the canvas and then I'm like oh this looks like icing especially when you use a wax medium and then I'm just like oh I love icing so that became like this whole thing and then I just started putting objects into these things and then I forgot what we were talking about. We were getting somewhere. Yeah, your your bleach. Oh, bleach. Yeah. So that was something I was doing, and then like, and then I was just like experimenting with other things. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, as a little kid, I always loved to just like squeeze things out of tubes and just like really be super wasteful with like my colorful shampoo or anything I was squeezing it squeezing it out everywhere I was just so into that <laughs> um, so like that kind of got unleashed you know and so I was just like I don't even know how I started fucking with caulking and bleach I don't even know how I got these ideas I just was like oh I can do this Oh, and I can do this, and I can do this, and I can do this. Let's do it. Let's just do it. Blah. I mean, I was just like a freaking tornado, just like yeah, yeah. paintings. Just like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Because the one, the great thing is that I will never run out of ideas. I always have like too many ideas. 
so. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And I really like, I, li I like your energy uh, because that's the thing you want to do in the studio. You don't want to be too controlled. You want to let yourself go and just play and do whatever you want and feel in some way like a child and kind of... <laughs> yes! Yeah, oh and be, yeah you want to like free yourself. You don't want to like confine yourself even more. That That's what I like about your things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and actually, you know, I feel like it's so hard to get back to that control, you know? Like, I feel like I'm too out of control and I'm too used to doing that. And just like, even when I try to be like serious and like take my time, something just takes over me and I just like freak out and then it just happens. And so, yeah, I definitely feel like at times I have like a lack of control or just like I have like, I just have ways of doing things that's hard to reverse now. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we are running out of time right now and uh you chose we have one last song so which one do you want do you want burial or will clark will clark because um i just think it's appropriate to listen to some house music and uh just taking me back to being at a burn and just not sleeping and the sun coming up and i'm just gonna party forever yeah, yeah, I really want to go to some burns and like I think next year if everything is uh, like uh, back to normal, which will most probably be, uh, you have to tell me and we have to go to some burns. Like I'm really into that. Yes, let's go to the Burning Man. Yeah, or, or, or a side thing. Let's go to Miami. Let's go to Love Burn. Yeah, maybe something which is not because I think Burning Man is kind of uh, super fancy. Like models are there. I, I will be like, I will be scared <laughs> of these people, like angel, you know, like gods. You don't want to run into Paris Hilton. I don't want to run into her. I would, I would like die, like of sh shame of how. It's like how bad. No, how how much of like a, you know, like a goblin I am compared to like you know i totally get it you know i don't want to feel intimidated from the greatness of this like i want to go somewhere everyone is on my level in some way we need pure grunge yeah something more grungy i don't want to be amongst uh, I, I think it's called you know the marilyn manson song beautiful people <laughs> i don't want to be with them <laughs> oh my god okay yeah okay okay so thank you katie this was super fun i'm glad you you were my guest and so this is a pre-recorded show for wkcr and look up katie's work on her instagram uh on uh, glitter down dash uh prison and next song is what 808 frenzy <laughs> will clark thank you katie and thank you all for listening and sticking with me this is the 15th show 16th and i'm already crazy and i don't know how much i can do this anymore but <laughs> i think i think i'll stop at 20 so thank you all for listening to me all the time if you do okay bye bye